Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we'll unlock the book The Undoing Project, a friendship that changed our minds. Before we proceed, first think of the following two questions. Question 1, imagine you've been given $1,000, and you need to choose from two options. Option A is a 50% chance to win $1,000. Option B is a 100% chance to win $500. Which one would you pick? Question 2, you've been given $2,000, and you need to choose from another two options. Option A is a 50% chance to lose $1,000. Option B is a 100% chance to lose $500. Which one would you pick this time? These were the two questions that the two psychologists asked their research participants. The result showed that for the first question, the majority picked the option with a 100% chance of winning $500. When answering the second question, However, most people chose the prospect with a 50% chance of losing $1,000. However, when you think carefully, you'll see that the two questions are virtually identical. If you are happy with $1,500, then you should pick both options offering the same resulting amount with a 100% chance. On the other hand, if you'd like to take the opportunity to win the $2,000, then you should choose both options giving you a 50% chance to achieve it. So, why would people make contrary choices, even if the gain remains the same and the only difference being the description? We make all kinds of similar irrational choices in our daily lives. What lies behind such behavior and preferences? That is precisely one of the points that the book we're sharing with you today seeks to explore. The above study was designed by two psychologists, Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky, who are the focus of the Undoing Project. In the 1970s, they began their research on the human thinking process. They initiated the scientific understanding of decision-making and judgment, which subverted the basic assumptions of the traditional economic theory, and later developed behavioral economics. The author Michael Lewis is a best-selling American author. His most famous works include Liar's Poker, in which he described the Wall Street culture in the 1980s. The Big Short, in which he investigated the subprime mortgage crisis, and The New New Thing. Among all his works, Liar's Poker and The New New Thing were listed by Forbes as among the 20 most influential business books of the 20th century. Bookie also has Liar's Poker and The Big Short on its platform. Feel free to listen to them if you are interested. The Undoing Project is at once partially a biography of the two psychologists, and partially a report on their research results and contributions. It recounts a history of the development of behavioral economics by Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky. When comparing with the book Thinking, Fast and Slow written by Daniel Kahneman himself, which examines the main ideas of behavioral economics, The Undoing Project is a work that is almost complementary to it. This book offers readers more than just fascinating stories of what happened between the two academic leaders, but also knowledge on psychology and behavioral economics. Using this knowledge, we can become more aware of our irrational decisions when we make them, and thus more capable of making better judgments in our lives. By the way, 
We also have thinking, fast and slow on our platform as well. Up next, we will explore the major content of the book in three parts. Part 1, about Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky. Part 2, Kahneman and Tversky's research on human judgment and prediction. Part 3, Kahneman and Tversky's development of the prospect theory. Let's begin with Kahneman and Tversky's personal stories. Daniel Kahneman is one of the most influential psychologists of our contemporary age, renowned for his combination of psychological and economic research. He was awarded the 2002 Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences. Amos Tversky was a behavioral scientist, known for his research on decision-making. The two of them closely collaborated, having achieved breakthrough developments in research on human decision-making and judgment. They were inseparable when working together. It is said that during the entire day except for bedtime, they could usually be found side by side. Tversky's wife Barbara even said, their relationship was more intense than a marriage. Strangely, though the two had very different personalities. It was almost unbelievable that they could get along so well. So, how did the two get along? Kahneman had both serious doubts about himself and the entire human race. This was a result of his childhood experience. When he was about six or seven, the Nazis occupied Paris. As a Jew, Kahneman learned not to trust anyone, as this was a survival necessity. One evening after curfew, while little Kahneman ran by a Nazi German soldier on his way back home, the soldier beckoned him over. According to the German regulation at that time, Jews had to wear a yellow Star of David badge on their outer clothing. Finding that shameful and not wishing to be seen wearing it, Kahneman wore his sweater inside out. To his surprise, the German soldier didn't trouble him. Instead, the soldier picked him up and warmly spoke to him in German. He also showed Kahneman a picture of a boy and even gave him some money. This incident together with his later experience of fleeing the occupation, always made Kahneman wonder, why did so many Jews make the miscalculated decision to stay put when the Nazis were already ravaging many parts of Europe, and they could have had the chance to flee? Why did that German soldier whose duty was to apprehend Jews not see that the boy in his arms was in fact Jewish? Perhaps it was some of these thoughts that later inspired Kahneman to delve into human misbehavior as his research focus. Unlike Kahneman who is suspicious by nature, Tversky was more courageous and more confident. Although he didn't yet know how to swim when he was 12, he dared to jump into the swimming pool from a 10-meter diving platform when someone challenged him. Luckily, someone saved him from drowning. Later, when the Israeli paratroopers were recruiting for the military, Tversky immediately volunteered. Too thin to qualify, he drank enough water until he gained enough weight. During parachute training, many young men were too afraid to jump, but Tversky didn't even hesitate. It's said that he jumped down 50 times. Once, he jumped accidentally into a hornet's nest and was stung so badly that he passed out. So, how did the two so different from each other and so unlikely to interact become research collaborators? Well, they both went to study in the United States, and spent six months together at the University of Michigan. However, at the time, they didn't even know each other. Later, at different periods, they both returned to Israel to teach at the Hebrew University of Israel. As their research fields were different, 
however, they didn't have much in common to talk about. Then one day, Kahneman invited Tversky to his seminar on applied psychology. In the seminar, they debated on how people in their process of decision-making responded to new information. Tversky argued that decisions made by intuition are often similar to those made through complex calculations. For instance, a person shooting billiards decides the angles and the force in a single instant. Though this is not done through stringent calculation, the result is otherwise highly accurate. As such, he argued that human beings were intuitively good statisticians. Kahneman on the other hand held an opposite opinion. He believed that human intuition was unreliable. This is because, very often, people would make judgments and come to decisions by utilizing trivial information which is not necessarily reliable. During the seminar, they began to argue with one another. Tversky had been good at debating since he was young, and he had seldom lost his previous debates. But this time, he was persuaded by Kahneman's argument and admitted that human intuition is not always correct, sometimes it makes mistakes. After the seminar, Kahneman and Tversky went back to their regular routines, living two different lives, until the fall of 1969, when they gradually became very close friends. You may ask, how could such different people become close friends? In fact, seeing them becoming so close, people around them wondered the same, as they thought that Kahneman and Tversky were heading in opposite directions. But with a closer look, you'll see that there exists a lot in common between Kahneman and Tversky. They were both Eastern European Jews. They were both curious about human behavior under normal conditions. Also, they both wanted to look for simple and powerful truths through scientific research. So, after a period of much interaction and cooperation, they became close friends. In Barbara's words, they were both turned on intellectually more than either had ever been before. It was as if they were both waiting for it. And Kahneman described his feelings for Tversky as such, just to be with him. I never felt that way with anyone else really. You are in love and things. But I was wrapped. And that's what it was like. It was truly extraordinary. Their collaboration usually went along these lines, Kahneman came up with an idea, then Tversky theorized and systemized it. From the 1970s onwards, they co-authored multiple research papers and gradually established themselves in the field of psychology. That concludes the first part. We've talked about how the two renowned psychologists Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky, though different in personalities found common research interests, and started to collaborate in psychological research. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.